this up. I'm on lunch right now, so more than likely I got tofu and spaghetti squash in my pouch right now. You might hear some of the crazy sounds that it's making because I can hear them. What is up? My name is Derek. Of course, this is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. How the hell is everybody doing? It's Monday, October 18th, 2021. It is 10 days to my birthday. 47 years old. I can't really say nowadays I feel better and more better and more healthier than I ever been because I'm still healing from the heart ablation I had done on the 28th of last month, which is kicking my ass. Um, <clears throat> a lot of side effects that come from that, uh, like ulcers, um, just ridiculous tiredness. My cardiovascular endurance has gone way down, but it's temporary. So I've come to the conclusion that it's not as depressing as, as I thought it was in the beginning. So I want to roll out real quick this little um, podcast episode because I'm very passionate and I don't care what you've heard about us. I really don't care. If somebody wants to step inside the box with us and say these things that they're saying about us to our face, we will address it when that happens. It might happen uh, in March of 2022 when we go to the Weight Loss Surgery Foundation of America. If you guys are not following them on Instagram, go follow them. It's WLSFA on Instagram. Great group of people changing lives. Um, but outside of that, I don't care what people are saying. We are very passionate about what we do. We stick to what we believe in. We stick to what we know. We are not sellouts. But I can tell you right now, we will not take shit. We know what it means to be human. You know, We know what it means to be a powerful human. What it means to be a powerful bariatric patient. What the fuck does that even mean? What do you consider a good... A good... Uh, bariatric life I know what I've I, I know how I feel about it you know we're gonna have side effects no matter what we're gonna get dumping syndrome now no matter what we may get you know indigestion now and then but what is a good post-surgery lifestyle that's why that's one thing you need to take into perspective a lot of people and this this is inspired by a um by a cartoon meme that I saw where there's this young lady, a uh, very thin young lady looking into a mirror, seeing a cartoon morbidly obese woman looking back at her. And the meme said something of the sort of, uh, after weight loss surgery, does anybody feel this way? People, a lot of people could relate to it. A lot of people said yes, yes, yes. Very, yes, period. Um, for a very small percentage of people, I believe that it's because the brain is having a hard time processing your new image because you've been morbidly obese for so long. And I get it. One thing you need to understand is, well, let me cut into the story real quick. It'll help you understand and add context to what I'm talking about. My second marriage, the last year of my second marriage, my ex-wife cheated on me relentlessly turned out to be like five different men over a th over an entire year period <clears throat> i knew of one she left me big deal whatever i got cool full custody of my little boy derek good kid uh special needs really struggles but he's a good kid um <clears throat> after everything was said and done i tried to get her back you know, I did my best to try to get her back, told her I was going to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. 
why did this go south in the first place? Because I was a good man. I was working my ass off. God, I was working like, I was working, I was working the same job that I'm working now. I'm in, I'm in the job that I've been at right now for 16 years. I was working this same job when I was married to her back in 2007, 2006. I asked her, you know, let's get back together. I'll do what I got to do. I'm a hardworking man. I'm a good father. You know, I'm a good husband. I'm loyal. And then she told me, you know what? At some point, I became unattracted to you, which hurt. It fucking hurt. I'm going to lie. You know, it's something that just, you know that feeling when someone grabs your stomach? You've had that heartbreaking feeling before when someone grabs your stomach and just twist. Man, painful, very painful. Especially when I found out she cheated on me with five different guys. She told me that after a short period of time, you just became disgusting. And I have to be attracted to somebody in order for me to be able to have type of love in a relationship. Ridiculous. After being married to Sharice for the last 11 years, that's bullshit. That is complete bullshit. People are not, people should not be attracted to what they see on the outside. It's very shallow to judge somebody by what they see on the outside. And to just disregard 100% what they see on the inside. Because I'm a good man. I'm empathetic. You know, I'm aggressive. But I know what I want. And I know how to get it. And I know how to lead the people that follow me to get that same goal too. But regardless, I'm still a good man. I got a heart of gold. So after... You know, after after she left, me and my son moved out. We went and got in a small apartment up in Sugar House, Utah, which is really close to the mountains. Really beautiful, beautiful area. I'd move back there in a heartbeat if I could. Um, every time I look in there, I had a full body mirror in that apartment, and I did everything, every trick in the book, every weight loss or weight loss gimmick in the book. Some fast HCG shots. Uh, Intermittent fasting, all kinds of shit. Nothing, nothing worked because I couldn't stick to it. I remember looking in the mirror, looking at yourself in tears, dude. You're so unattractive. You're so disgusting. Literally echoing the words of my ex-wife who hurt me beyond belief. So I've come to the conclusion after seeing that meme Number one, if you had weight loss surgery or you're going to have weight loss surgery or you're looking for help, meaning you're following me and Sharice, you're following whoever, trying to get information because you want to live a better life. Regardless of what you think, that is self-love. Now, how do I say, how do I, how do I say that self-love? Very simple, all right? You loved yourself enough to go through a dramatic surgery with came with a dramatic process of some of us waiting an entire year for the surgery after jumping through all these different hoops to get to where we're at today when we had surgery if you're gonna endure that badness just to live a better life what is that called it's called love it's called self-love Okay, well, if you're not doing well, if you quote unquote f are failing your surgery, 
you're looking for help. You still love yourself. Though, you might not be too happy with what's happened. But you still love yourself enough. And you need to keep that in the back of your head that I have self-love. I did what I had to do in order to try to make my life better. So when you're looking in the mirror or you see yourself in your reflection, like right now I'm looking in my rearview mirror, I see my ugly fucking teeth. I see my nasty skin because I was malnourished the first two years of my freaking post-surgery. I still love me. The ugliness, the hideousness of me. Those words were put into my mind by somebody who didn't matter. But I was blind to it because I was very in love with my ex-wife. We had a small family. I had my son, my son Derek, he was about a year back then, year and a half, and two, two stepchildren. I love that family. I love being with her. She was beautiful, but she was unloyal, very dirty, very dirty and unloyal. And um, you know, it took me going through the madness of life in order to recognize that. And I'm glad I did. I don't regret any of it because if I, if I was to change anything, it wouldn't have led me to Sharice. And Sharice has changed my life dramatically. And I'm just coming to the senses of this, just, just this last, I don't know, a couple weeks. I don't think about suicide. I don't have suicide ideology anymore. I don't say negative things about myself. I don't do negative self-talk anymore. And it hit me like that. It's like, wow, you know, I haven't done that in a while. I was pretty depressed yesterday because when I get sleep deprived, I get depressed for stupid shit. <laughs> but I wasn't thinking about ideology, which is new for me. And so I said pretty much the last couple of days, I was like, fuck, man, why? Why are these thoughts not in my head? Why am I not looking in the mirror and thinking, oh God. Therese, she taught me to love myself. She taught me how beautiful life is. And I would take nothing back. I would not change anything. The chaos I've been through with my first wife, the chaos I've been through with my second wife, I wouldn't change a thing. It was painful. So in the end, like I said, when you get up, after you're listening to this or if you're sitting in your car or you're at the gym or you're at your home or whatever or you're laying in bed looking up at the ceiling I want you to go look at the mirror and if you still see that same person that you were pre-surgery I want you to remember the ugliness in your brain was put there by somebody else and if you disagree with me, I want you to go back through all the insults that you've had to endure throughout your life about your body, about your health, about your obesity, whatever. And then remember, somebody put those words in your brain. Maybe it was an old friend from school. Maybe it was your past. Maybe it was your childhood. Maybe it was your parents. Maybe it was your siblings or a spouse. Or Instagram or Facebook or TikTok because you compare yourself with some of these people that go out of their way, spend thousands and thousands of dollars 
to make themselves look beautiful. It's not real, okay? A lot of these pictures are photoshopped. Even my TikToks, my skin looks smooth. I look handsome. <laughs> and I look great because, you know what? TikTok's got some seriously awesome filters, but I, that's besides the point. Please understand, I have a passion to change this community, to evolve to a more productive, positively productive community. And it starts with you. I can't change the community in a whole because I've been so censored by this entire community and the people that run it, the businesses that run it, because everybody wants to make a buck. Everybody wants to be in power. People who have 60, 80,000 member groups, they just want the fucking power so they can sell their shit through their, their affiliate links. 